With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Well, that was an eventful weekend of boxing. Um, let's start with the action we saw uh, in this country. Uh, Joe Cordina getting back his world title, if you like, uh, after he was uh, stripped of his IBF world title. An incredible fight with Rakimov. Um, let's start with that 116-111 scorecard to Rakimov, though. Insane, wasn't it, Gareth? Yeah, I don't didn't see that at all, even though it was a brilliant performance by both men and they both deserve deep praise for their willingness to engage in a war, frankly, from first to last. It was an extraordinary battle. Um, I didn't watch it live. I watched it on replay in the morning because I've been working in the studio at TalkSport overnight. An extraordinary battle. Fight of the year, I think, so far. Um Oh, it was a very, very, look, I, I thought Cordina won it. 115-112 was how I scored it. I, I knew he'd won by split points decision, but I didn't see that wide score for Rakimov. I don't know where the judge was looking for that. Um, I thought Cordina was going to have to produce a great performance, and he really showed that he's done the right thing coming down to super featherweight from lightweight because it's made him a lot more powerful He's not a banger at that weight because he can box so brilliantly, but his willingness to doggedly keep the fight going as he did was absolutely brilliant. I mean, I thought, was Rakimov down in the second? Second round he went down, yeah. Yeah, and I thought Joe might make an, an, an early night of it, but these Eastern Europeans, and look, when you looked at Rakimov's records, obviously he had that good win against Zelfa Barrett where he was down early in that fight as well. Hmm. Um, and the, the, the performance against Jojo Diaz, um, who was undefeated at the time and a great world champion. I think Rakimov's strength and his weakness is that he just can't do anything other than plough forward. Um, and he just takes it to his opponents. Um, it was a brilliant fight. Um, I could see it again. But I did think Joe was a convincing winner on the night and his stock definitely rose from that performance. Yeah, certainly did. 
Um, moving across to Poland, a bit of a shock with Alan Babic getting stopped in the first round. Thoughts? Well, well, you know, again, Babic, um, high risk taker. Um, he always goes into a battle looking to, into a fight, looking to have a war. And, and these things happen, you know, Bridger, wasn't it? Bridger White, um, yeah. You know, it, and, and this is a guy that's fought convincingly at heavyweight as well, but he'll be back. He'll be back. He's a, he's a warrior. You know, the, the, he'll come back, he'll lick his wounds, and I think we'll see Babich back, back in action. It was good, though, that they moved an event to Poland for that um, market, if you like. Um, I thought that was fascinating. Um, I spoke to Spencer Oliver, who was over there for Sky, and said it was a brilliant atmosphere over there all week. Um, and we know that Poland is, is a fight country. You know, MMA is very big over there as well. And, you know, I think um, uh, Andrew Golotar was there, wasn't he, as yeah. well at the event. And, um, you know, he, he had some battles down to, I remember him fighting in the heavyweight division, a bit of a legend in many ways. So um, Babich will be back. He, he'll be back in my view. You saw Martin McCauley uh, get a stoppage win in Poland and then yeah. he had a fight with Dillian White afterwards. That was afterwards, was it, rather than before? I'd imagine that was after. I'd be surprised if he was doing that before his fight, but... Well, it, it, I couldn't work out whether it was before or after, but, you know, look, of these things, I remember being there in the media room in Las Vegas when they were talking about Joe Calzaghe and Bernard Hopkins fighting for a good year or two. They were back and forth, and they got it on in the media room, and, you know, 50-50, they said, let's get it on, and we were there. We wrote some notes, wrote the story, Frank Warren's guy was there at the time. Richard Schaefer was there. Boom, fight was made. Um, and we'll come on to Bernard in a minute as well, I think. But um, maybe they set up a fight there. I mean, Dillian was offering him upstairs. But Dillian, I thought Dillian was very cool, calm and collected. Bacoli lost his rag a little bit. But if it was afterwards, he might have still had some adrenaline uh, from the fight. And, um, you know, spoke to... Ben Shalom, a boxer on Saturday night, and he's looking to make big fights for Bacoli, who who I think is two with one of the sanctioning bodies, number w two, isn't he? WBA, and he wants he wants Wilder Bacoli. Yeah. I mean, is that really? I don't think that's realistic. I know what Ben's saying with um, the WBA. Obviously, Daniel Dubois is the mandatory for Alexander Usyk, um, but he wants you know Wilder v Bacoli as sort of a eliminator if you like, for the winner of Usyk Dubois. But we know Wilder's got other plans in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, they're talking to Joshua, aren't they? Or they yeah. may, are they talking to Usyk after this fight with Daniel Dubois, if that's made? I mean, there was a lot of steam around the place last week. Um, you know, I jumped on and spoke to uh, the other side of, of Eddie Hearn's argument and Amr Abdullah's argument. Um who works for Skills Entertainment, of course, who's the head of boxing. I should point that out. Not everyone knows that. And um, they, you know, they were saying that there's there's talks going on with all of them. But I spoke to the other side and, and um, Alexander Krasiuk, Alexander Usyk's um, um, promoter, said that they are in talks to do the Dubois fight. We know that's being looked at at the moment. And um, Frank Warren and George Warren said to me that, you know, they're, they're not at the same table in terms of four men on the same night, 
320 million pounds tournament um and and as i've said a couple of times if, if that does happen uh on the same card if it does end up happening there's a few other fights to happen before that's made if it is made um i think the outcome is uh Yusik joshua three and wilder fury four um that that's how i see it could be completely wrong um but i think fury and wilder are probably the favorites um in those two fights but some um you know back to the original question ben shalom said he was looking for big fights for bacoli he was not really in the mix he needs um a, a big fight um i think wilder's definitely looking for something in saudi um yeah and i don't know if you're gonna are you gonna ask me about tyson fury or not yeah uh, yeah we'll, we'll jump into that um I spoke to Gili Zhang's uh, manager, Tommy, um, or promoter Tommy Lane on Saturday night as well, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's the front runner, isn't he, at the moment with Andy Ruiz for Tyson in, in the summer? Yeah. Um, there's two dates in July, aren't there? And I think they're talking potentially about Wembley Stadium, but there's a lot of stuff to, to move to make that happen. And clearly Fury wants a summer fight now. I mean, he fought last in December and we're, we're not getting a summer fight with Usyk. Um, they take Joshua, I think, if Joshua still wanted that Who's fight. Who's that? Fury. No, I don't. Not before Saudi Arabia, December. Do you really see that happening? I think Fury would take it, um, is my understanding. But also, Andy Ruiz is the front runner, like you say. He's been talked about. I think Gili Zhang is a possibility as well. Um, Tommy Lane said, you know, we'd love to take... Um, Zhili Zhang to Macau. I mean, I remember covering many Pacquiao against, um, I think it was Chris Algieri there. Oh. Pretty sure it was years ago. The big Venetian hotel, it's like on four floors. It's like a city. We were in there for a week. You don't leave the casino for an entire week. You take a boat across from Hong Kong. You go to see, remember Westworld when you open a door and you're yeah. out in the desert. It was like you open a door and you're on the bank of the sea. You know, literally, then this fire exit and it's just rocks and the sea. Um, but, um, you know, they, they said, you know, Beijing, the bird's nest. Um, they said Macau um, back in the UK. They, they would they'd love to put Zhili Zhang in with Tyson Fury or do the rematch with Joe Joyce if he wants it. Mm. Um, so there's a lot of moving parts in that whole area. Very frustrating at the moment. Too many moving parts. But sometimes I know we're talking about it now, but we're not the central characters. But I think sometimes, and certainly at the moment, there's been a spiraling effect with, and downwards, very much downwards, with talk about who's gonna fight who in the heavyweight division, and a lot of it not coming off. Things getting very close. Um, and an appetite for it, but there's also a dismay amongst fans and us at times that these heavyweight fights aren't getting made, if that answers your question. Yeah, I, know, I see what you're saying, but it, I mean, it does look like as long as all all of these four guys win, if they fight in the summer, that's Usyk against Dubois, Fury against either Zhang or Ruiz, yeah. uh, Wilder, whoever he fights, and if Joshua fights White, if he fights in the summer, um, it, Joshua said it's ninety five percent done. His fight with Deontay Wilder, he believes in Saudi Arabia. See, Eddie's flying with Frank Smith this week. Um, Usyk's side have confirmed they're, they're in talks with Saudi Arabia. I know Tyson's dismissed it, but I'm sure that's just a game he's playing. But I don't believe it's on the same night. 
I, I just don't oh, really? see happening on the same night on the same card. I don't. I mean, if they pull it off, listen, if they pull it off, amazing. But there's water to pass under the bridge with these summer fights. They can't. They won't all wait till December. Um, no. Usyk won't have fought since. He, he won't have fought for sixteen months. No, but he's going to fight Dubar in June or uh, June sometime between June and August. Uh, they, he, so. Why would they set up a massive event in 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 Saudi Arabia based on them winning in the summer? I mean, they've got to. They 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 can't. They can't. Have the fight signed, sealed. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if Dubois would beat Yusuf. We don't know if you. No, no you're, you're right. Essentially, uh, they it's can they can have everything agreed. But I guess yeah, to to announce these fights and sign them, all these guys are going to have to win their fights in the summer yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. I think they'd be separate nights. I, I I just think, I mean, God, it would be extraordinary. You go back to 86, 87, HBO had a series with Mike Tyson promoted by Don King where Mike Tyson became the undisputed heavyweight champion. And there were a series of fights. Um, that was That's probably the last time that's really happened. It would be amazing if it did happen. But again, big degree of scepticism at the moment that that's going to be um, firm rather than just discussed around a table at the moment. But if anyone is going to pull it off, surely it's going to be Saudi Arabia, Gareth. Yeah, but in the, of that magnitude, because they've got the money, they've got the site fee. That Vegas doesn't pump up anymore, uh, stump up anymore. That that uh, that isn't produced from from that part of the world anymore, as it used to be, you know. Yeah. Well, let's talk about a fight that we saw in Las Vegas. Um, between See, notice all the segues I keep giving you. Yeah, I know it's it, it flows smoothly um, between Tank and Garcia. He's getting a lot of criticism, Ryan Garcia, from some quarters that he quit in that fight. Is that too harsh, or how did you see it? I was disappointed. Um, not in Ryan Garcia. Now, there's two. There's two um, uh, kind of like motorways of thought, if you you want. I mean, I watched it live. I, I'll, I'll tell you what I saw, which was I thought Tank showed a good respect and fear of Garcia's power earlier on, early on with a lot of that holding. Mm. Um, kind of, I don't mean panicky holding, but um, he was very, very wary early on of not being caught by Garcia's power. Rightly so. Hit and not be hit, which is what he achieved. He was only hit probably six, eight times. Um, he's a brilliant boxer. He, I'm going to come to, to your point in a minute. What he did was he took two rounds to work. I'll find my scoring here. Yeah. He took two rounds. I thought he lost the first round. He was very cagey, Davis, in the first round. Um, and I thought he was losing the second initially until that. Uh, and, 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 and he looked uncomfortable in there until that left hook counter, you know? And then I gave him a 10-8. And then I thought he won all the rounds to five, and I thought he lost six. I thought Garcia won the round one and round uh, six I've got down here. Um, but as I thought, 
Tank's levels are above Ryan Garcia, and he's a very skilled boxer. You could see he was the smaller man. Range was an issue. Garcia was a little bit reckless. I think he should have stayed back and tried to box in the fight more and take it later. But there was, and I always had concerns about this. In fact, I made a tweet about it, you know, as you do when the fight's about to, to happen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I was worried about the rehydration clause for Ryan Garcia. I know it was made as a bit of an excuse after, but I was concerned about that because those kind of things were stacked in Tank's favour. I picked Tank to win on points or by late stoppage anyway, not as early as that the seventh round, but certainly from eight, nine onwards, I thought he would be in the box seat uh, to dominate and, 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 and stop Garcia. There is a weakness to Garcia's body. He was hit really hard with a very short punch from underneath. He didn't bottle it. He couldn't breathe. Yeah, his body told his brain or his brain told his body to go down. It wasn't he was beaten. He was beaten. He was hurt. It's, it's, it's sometimes those body shots. We've seen them before. I remember Ricky Hatton doing it to Luis Castillo um, when on the night Wayne Rooney and Oasis carried his belts out at the, I want to say the Thomas and Max Centre in Vegas. I was there live. Rooney was out there with him and, and, and Oasis, the boys from Oasis were carrying the belts. Castillo took a knee in the same way. Perfect body punch. Mm-hmm. Um, where I was disappointed was the billing that this fight had in terms of the way Garcia pursuing Davis, making sure the fight was made, igniting the lightweight division with Devin Haney and Basil Lomachenko to come in a couple of weeks' time. I applaud both men for taking that fight. But I think I was I was disappointed. Not not that Ryan Garcia went on a knee and got the count out. He can breathe. Yeah, he, he couldn't breathe. I mean, if he did, he, he, he's no chicken and he's no spring chicken in the ring, even though he's a, a young man. He's had a lot of fights and he's got a weakness to body shots. Um, and Tank Davis exploited it perfectly. Um, he got in and under. He's a very sneaky man with the eye of the tiger. Um, so I know there's been criticism from some very prominent people that, it, that he quit. Mm. Uh, and he bottled it but I'm not going with that I'd like to see a rematch with no uh, rehydration clause as well and Tank Davis might be happier to do that now and I'm glad they didn't uphold the belt uh, the, 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 the bet rather of winner takes all 
Um, I mean, how did you, do you think I'm being fair on Garcia there? Or, I mean, I was disappointed in that it was, I was disappointed in that we didn't get a classic. That, that's what I was disappointed with. And I, I thought, I think it was a dominant Davis. He just bossed him in there, even though he held and grabbed and he did what he had to do in that first round and a half. Yeah, I think with that body shot, you know, I think it was in the liver as well, you know, fighters. It was a liver shot, it was a liver shot yeah. Liver shot, yeah. And fighters have said, you know, that your whole body basically shuts down. So I think it's very hard for a non-boxer to say that you quit. You have no idea what he was going through. If if other fighters want to say he quit, that then they've probably got more of a right to do so, if you get what I'm saying. Well, you can say what you want. It, 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 Ryan Garcia is, is not built as a quitter. Um, you know, he, he went down in his fight with Luke Campbell and he came back extraordinarily. There was nothing in that contest that in in the course of those first six rounds where you thought, well, oh, he's on the verge of quitting here. It was a shock. It was sudden. It was a it was a it was the brain telling him that yeah. he couldn't go on. If, if if that's quitting, that's quitting. Um it's but but he got beaten and, and I thought he, he stood up afterwards, he spoke, he took his medicine, that he was very respectful to Tank Davis and 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 that's fighting that's that's boxing he got caught by a, an amazing liver punch as you say it was a was a, a left hook to the liver wasn't it you know right from underneath as well right round the side unprotected short punch underneath ducking under with masses of power you know it was like the uh, it was like a little man under the bridge with a bomb blowing the bridge up wasn't it you know Connor Ben, uh, formerly charged by UCAD. Uh, get your reaction to that, please, Gareth. Well, we know that because Connor commented himself on Twitter that this case was out there. That's why they commented. I spoke to the, the lawyer, Stephen uh, Taylor Heath um, of JMW Solicitors last week. I'm the head of sports law there. And he was saying the only reason that UCAD came out and made that public knowledge was because Conor Ben commented. That was the only reason they did it. They responded to his comment. Um, he's doing the right thing. They're all doing the right thing, presenting his case to UCAD. I'm really glad he's gone to UCAD. We know that the provisional suspension was made on March the 15th, wasn't it? Charged on April the 3rd. Doesn't mean he's automatically getting a ban now. He's got to deal with strict liability. It's good that it's been acknowledged on both sides. There will be a case to be heard now with... Um, UCAD will be like the prosecutor. Connor's defence team will be like the defendant. That They will represent the defence, the defendant. And then there will be um, a panel with a chairman and two other people appointed by um by resolutions sporting resolutions i think it's called um and they will look over this case evidence will be looked at you know i really do hope well, as we know connor's claiming certainly publicly that there's a problem with the testing the wbc brought forward the fact that it might have been his diet and eggs i hope his reasoning within the document 
allows them to see that he's not a cheat. Obviously, he's had clomiphene in his system twice. If they don't believe he did it deliberately and um, that it didn't enhance, wouldn't have enhanced his performance, um, whatever the levels of it are, then, then um, maybe he's going to get away with, I say get away, be instructed by them to have less than a two-year ban. But at the moment, a two-year ban is maybe the best he can get. But hopefully, if they accept his reasoning and there's extraordinary things in that report and the defence, it could be shorter. Where I think he's lost time, it could even be four years, um, four years, two years, everybody knows that, not everybody knows, but those are the outlying uh, conditions of UCAD's prefecture, if you like, of it. Um, but the tribunal or the, or the, the, the panel, the three-person panel will hear that and make the decision. Um, it may take a little bit of a while. The problem, no, the good thing is that it's being heard. Abu Dhabi on June the 3rd, we don't know whether that'll happen at the moment. Although I'm told by that same lawyer, Stephen Taylor Heath, that there are extraordinary circumstances around these things as well, that you, you, it's difficult to create restraint of trade as well. Um, so there could be a suspended um, case if he fights in another prefecture in another jurisdiction, but Will Eddie Hearn's license be affected by the Boxing Board of Control? Will the person he fights be affected? It was fascinating talking to this chap because it's a very complex case. We can spit about headlines and this and that and everyone's got their opinion. It's a complicated case. It's someone's career at stake. He's a very prominent, superb young person. Was he 26, Connor? Hmm. The one thing I would say whatever time if he does get a suspension or a ban he's still young enough to serve it and come back but the other point i was going to make was if they'd done this straight away they would have saved themselves six months in my view whether that will be the case i don't know because my understanding is that that suspension or ban if there is one whatever it is will will be dated from march the 15th that's my understanding of it anyway Okay. Um, but what's my view? My my view. I'm personally pleased that it's now all being done in front of the system and with the system, not with a loophole being found around it because they are loopholes. But it does highlight again, as this lawyer told me, it highlights some of the pitfalls of the system and the fact there are different jurisdictions and all those kind of things, options that Eddie Hearn has outlined that they've had to still put Conor Ben in a ring with someone. All right, and just lastly, before we close off, did you have more? You want more? I'm off to Timbuktu with me vape. Have you got more in you? <coughs> not, not, <coughs> I've got too much smoke in me right now. Um, I didn't know there was anything else to discuss. Well, yeah, because we're talking about smoke, actually. Uh, David David Adelaide and, and Fraser Clark, that clip last night, uh, they were on the, on the live with Spencer Fear and, and Tunde Ajayi. Did you see it? No. Oh, yeah, <laughs> this is a bit pointless asking. but no, no, tell, me about, tell me about it and I'll um, I'll tell you what I think. Cool. Are they going to fight? Uh, no, 
Well, I mean, it might happen one day, but they they were they were having a fight over Zoom uh, last night. So you know, Spencer and Tim, they do these lives. They got their own channel. Yes, yes. Um, they had Fraser Clark on it, and then they added David Adelaide to the live, and it started all very amicable, amicable rather for the first twenty minutes because they've got both Fraser and David have both got an eye on Fabio Wardley, um, so they had that common ground. And then after about twenty minutes, um, something happened, and it. They were arguing on it for about 40 minutes, but it was quite... Over what? Over what? Well, I think they were just undermining each other's ability and it really oh, went right. volatile. But if you haven't seen it, it's not... Much no, I, I, I haven't. I obviously need to watch it, yeah. I yeah no, it. watch it. It is very good. Because no, I don't think Fraser Clark and Fabio Ward are going to fight immediately. What makes you say that? Just from what Ben Shalom was saying on Saturday night. I'm not sure they are going to meet straight away. I think they'll meet when the time's right, is what he said. Well, se- September is the cut-off point. I mean, he's mandatory yeah. to September, yeah. so... Yeah. That's a way away, yeah? yeah? Fraser's not going to wait till September to fight, is he? No, he's, they're talking about a fight in June. Oh, and OK. Then, and then, you know, having that fight in September with... I think that'd be fantastic if they did. It's a great but, fight. But I think Eddie Hearn's point is, if he wins the purse bid... Yeah. He's he's saying, well, you you're not fighting uh, June tenth, Fraser. Whilst I've you know put deposits down, book stuff, you know, looking after Fabio's career. Um, obviously, if Ben Shalom wins the purse bid, they can do what they want. They can have a fight in between if they want. But Eddie's point is, if I win this purse bid, you can't have this fight on June tenth. Otherwise, we're doing something else. So that's where it's at, at the moment. Thank you. You're, you're more than welcome. Have you frozen or have you just gone silent? No, I'm just waiting for what's next on the, you know, waiting to see where else we're going with this. Well, I wasn't speaking in another language there, Gareth. I was speaking English, but... Yeah, just... I didn't know if there was a question at the end of it. If they, look, I just think if they meet, it's great. I mean, obviously, like you say, um, there's a, the timing's got to be right for those two. It's just a cracking fight because we know Fabio Wardley's going to come and deliver and it's... We haven't seen the best of Fraser Clark yet, in my view. And I think he'll raise his game for, for bigger and better boxers, in my view. He's got something about him, Fraser. Well, that mix with like Fabio, David Adelaide, Fraser Clark, um, you've got Matty Harris, Solomon Dakers, Moses Atalmo has just started. But yeah, there was a point where we were saying when Fury, Joshua, Wilder, Dillian all go, uh, Joe Joyce is in, in that as well. Um like where we left that, but now we see the, this crop rising. Oh, and emerge. Yeah, the conveyor belt of the big boys only brings more of the big boys coming through. Absolutely, absolutely, definitely. Gareth, thank you very much for your time, and uh, hopefully we shall speak soon. Take care. Cheers, Uma. Always a pleasure. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.